0: Because as we are learning to fear God in a greater measure, uh, you know the the way that we entered on this journey is is our pursuit of the Holy Spirit, and as we begin to pursue the Holy Spirit and begin to pray. God, how can we get greater measures and how can we be more filled with your presence? And how can we help people be filled that's not filled? And how can we help people start out that, that's never started out with the Holy Spirit? And how can we even help people to know about the Holy Spirit? And so the, the Lord let me know right away that it's not his move. Uh, it's our move. It's, we have to prepare the heart for the Holy Spirit to come. Uh, because the Holy Spirit is Holy. And he looks for holy vessels. And we're, we get to make our life, the Bible said, present our life as a living sacrifice before him. Holy is a part of that. And so God is dealing with, so so right away when the Lord began to talk to me about that, so I began to seek the Lord. I began to pray, Lord, about fear of the Lord. And, uh, you know, and, and really and truly, I kind of been caught up with, I love the faith movement, but at the same time, uh, if we're not careful, there's some precious things, powerful things that we need to hold on to as we hold on to faith in God. And one of those is the fear of God. And and one of those areas is that a lot of people quit talking about the fear of God. In fact, that term has almost been lost in the church across this world. And do you know it's in the Bible talking about you having reverence and fear of God and me having fear of God 300 times? 300 times God talked about in his Bible, past, present, and future, God talked about us having the fear of God. And now, certainly, it's not being afraid of God. God's not telling me to be afraid of him. Uh, but I, I love what the Amplified says. It says reverence, venerate, esteem, appreciate, prize, love, admire, desire, and prefer. That's a lot of words, isn't it? That describe what the Bible calls the fear of God. So we may have to expand our vocabulary a little bit to understand what it means to fear God. But God desperately, in fact, God's spirit is going to and fro through this whole world looking for people that will revere him and where he can show himself strong on their behalf. And then it's the process of changing. It's the process of focusing. It's the process of becoming a vessel that God desires. Literally, what our life is to become, our life is become a threshold. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, it's become, we literally, in our worship and in our prayer, is we're to unfold the red carpet. As we unfold the red carpet, that the king of glory can come in. And so the Holy Spirit really wants to flood our life. And, and I tell you what, uh, what little dabs I've had over the number of years of the Holy Spirit, it's been wonderful. And I, I can just only imagine what greater measures of that precious same Spirit. And one thing that we need to do is start using that term. You, you need to start in your prayer life and in your conversation life. You need to talk about, you know, I, Lord, help me to reverence you. And help me to revere you. Help me to... Or you can use the word honor. Lord, help me to honor you. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me to honor you, Lord, in my thoughts. And Lord, everywhere that my thoughts don't honor you, help me. Help me, Lord, to honor you. And then we say, Lord, help me to honor you in my words. When I'm not honoring you, you know, and I'm amazed at that what the Bible tells us not to do that we do. And because we think we're such buddies with Jesus, we think it's Okay. You understand? But that's false relationship. And uh, I mean, I can, for, for years, I would cut down a lane in my joking way, thinking that I was having a good time, and I was hurting her all the time. And so that's what we do with, I believe, with the Lord. We just expect God, to, He knows me, so He knows I am, man. The truth of the matter is, God knows who I need to be. And the Lord wants the work in my life. Though so honoring God in my life is learning to change. It's learning to become more of that holy vessel. That vessel, the Bible says, of honor. That vessel of honor whereby God can fill that vessel. And so if I want more of the precious Holy Spirit, if I want more of God... In fact, the whole Bible is built around that. I mean, you start off in Genesis, uh, Genesis one, Genesis three, and then the whole progression of Abraham's life, Moses' life, Joshua's life, all of the patriarchs. You you find that this built around that a lifestyle that learned to honor God, and they learn to honor God in the good times and in the bad times, and they learn to handle good times and bad times, and reverence God in every. Part of their life. And as they did, as they learned to reverence God and honor God, what happened is then the Lord just began to fill them in greater measures. If we're going to ever, I believe, if we're going to ever see God do the way that we know God can do. If we're going to see watch God be God, then we're going to have to develop this principle in our life. I was amazed as as this uh, began to start the progression through the book of Acts, how much it says that they, they walk in the fear of God. I, I, I don't know how many, um, uh, so many years I would read the book of Acts and, and I would read the faith messages and I would see the... the, the um, Uh, The the, the miracles But I failed to see how much That it was built around Walking in the fear of God the Bible says they walk. It literally said they walk. It says that in in Acts uh, chapter two, Acts chapter four, and Acts chapter five, and Acts chapter uh, nine, and Acts chapter nineteen is all built around the church as it learned to walk in reverence and honor of God. And God showed out, <laughs> and and God just came, and he was got to be that miraculous God. Though so it's it's just real important that we do so, and and so God in the process of it. I gave you out the little prayer guide tonight uh, because one of the major ways, one of the major changes is the power of decreeing and declaring. Uh, the, pow- the power of decreeing honors God. The power of complaining dishonors God. The, 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 when, when I began to take responsibility for the thoughts that I think and the words that I say, and the actions that I do that I am on my way to greater fear of the Lord now I, you know it's, it's so it's in all these measures the, the greatest the greatest care I have of my life, realizing that I want my life to please god that 's great fear of God, and then the progression starts down from there, it starts down to there to from from every type of 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 life and, and 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 I'm amazed at 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 what people call godly that God calls not godly. I'm just amazed and how we as believers can be satisfied with things that are not godly. Amen. So God is is helping us. And I believe that that the Lord is going to do it. Uh, I just want to mention quickly a couple of three things. I'll be doing this possibly in several of the services, but a couple of three things. Uh, in the fear of God, it's better expressed in your desire to please God. That, that, that's what the fear of God. If you're looking for words that, that will help you to understand the fear of God, then just replace them with my desire to please God. My desire to please God in my thoughts in my words and in my actions and eventually my feelings. That's right, that's right. Most people say, I just don't feel that way. And, and then when we begin to take responsibility and begin to, the Bible says, we begin to resist that that's not like God and begin to yield our life to that which is like God, then that becomes fear of God. When I begin to take responsibility and to the, to the greater degree that I do that, the more fear of God I have in my life. What, what that means that the fear of God can also be expressed is just you're completely convinced that the Word of God is true. Uh, the fear of God, the greatest fear, is, like I said, it's not a- afraid, it's to reverence and venerate and esteem and appreciate and prize and love and admire. It's all those things that there, but, but, but it's being absolutely convinced that the Word of God is true. And therefore, if, if things are going on that's not God, I know it's not going to turn out right. The Word of God teaches me that. So if the fear of God teaches me that if, if things are happening that's not like God, it's going to eventually not be God. And, and since and in my years as a pastor, I cannot believe some of the things that people have told me is God. And, and so, so if I, as I believe that, then I also then believe that the fear of God is also the belief that I have. That if I do and believe, like this book says, do and believe, it will happen. Amen. Amen. A totally convincing. That, that, that's why I mentioned Sunday that judgments in two forms, is bad judgment or, or good judgment, are really, it's... The judgment of not having God. And that's why anything flies apart that doesn't have God. I mean, you take God out of the atmosphere, then you've got tidal waves, you've got hurricanes, you've got uh, tornadoes. I mean, that's God. That's why we as believers, that for years we've stood up to storms and say, in the name of Jesus, peace be still. Now, some of us did that because we were so afraid of that storm. But the truth of the matter, we was doing our meager efforts to try to get God back into everything. And so that's why that you you speak to things and you decree to things that you declare because it's our meager efforts, which I don't think it will be meager, but it's our efforts to get God back into things. You take God out of the health, and what you got. You take God out of marriage and what do you got? You take God out of government and what you got? I mean, anything you take God out of, that was never built, never created to be able to operate out of God. It's just like a car was not made to operate with no gas and nothing in this world no creation was ever, it was built to be maintained, that's what it says in Hebrews chapter 1 it was built to be, the Bible says who holds it all up, so it was built to be maintained by the power of God, and just like when I drive, you drive down the street, I can't see gas flowing through you, you may not can see God flowing through me, but at the same time, God flowing through me is what keeps me going, it's what keeps you going, it's what keeps your life going, and every part of your life where there's not, where it's not godly, then it's our responsibility. uh, That's the fear of God. My responsibility is to try to get God into that area of my life. That's why if God's not in my language, it's my responsibility to try to get God in my language. And I mean, if God's not in my thought life, then it's my responsibility. Instead of just uh, pleading the filth all the time, then we've got to come. It's my responsibility as a believer. It's my responsibility. That's what I'm here for, is to get God in everything. Amen. And I will first get Him... Uh, I'm not going to be able to get him out here until I first begin to put him in here. And, and God is desiring to control those efforts. And so that's where that I want to mention declaration. Declaration is your confidence in the Word of God. Decreeing and declaring, and like I said, not complaining, brings God into the situation. So I want to challenge you. And boy, didn't we have a good worship time, a good praise time tonight, wasn't it? Wasn't it just so wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate Stephen doing everything he can to get God into this. Amen. And and and, and reverence and you that reverence God. That, that that's why that, that that's why that when the word of God's being preached, man, uh, you don't let your mind drift. You honor God. You honor God and you keep your mind on Scripture. You keep your mind on preaching or you keep your mind on teaching. You honor God. See, that 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 part, we, we used to, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I wasn't saved. But I, I certainly was not going to... dishonor anyone that that I could keep from it. You understand? And, and so we've lost that sense of honor. And, and, and really, we've lost the sense of honoring God's Word, treasuring it, focusing on it, giving our attention to it. I, I mean, it's too convenient to go to the bathroom. It is too convenient to... To just visit with neighbors And I'm going to tell you One of the greatest assaults Against the kingdom of God Is about three inches wide And about five inches tall Anybody got any idea what that is? It's that little thing That we have to compete against Every Sunday I have to compete against YouTube I have to I have to compete against Facebook Because people don't honor God They don't honor the word did you know? Used to, uh, I remember it when I was a kid, and I wasn't even a church person. But, but when people would read the word, what would the congregation do? They would stand. You know why? Right? They would do everything they could to honor, to give honor to that. And so, uh, what I'm just saying is, and that's what the Lord is wanting us to do and to develop in our life. I'm not saying God wants you to stand, but I'm saying God wants us to learn. To reverence Him. That's why when God even comes for a moment, there's no friend that you could have that could ever compete with the honor of God. As God begins to move in your midst. I mean, when, when the Lord... When the Lord begins to come by His Spirit, I, I mean, we want to, as He comes by His Word, we want to honor Him in the Word. And then, as He begins to come by His Spirit, we we want Him always to know, Lord. You know, Elaine gets on to me a lot, and um, y'all pray for her. She had a, uh, a terrible accident this morning. She was um, uh, she, we was keeping a dog for a uh, for a granddaughter, and. Our dogs are uh, fighters, and so they were a hold to that little dog. And man, like killing it, and and so Elaine, she she was bit fourteen times. It broke. Yeah, and so she's she's recovering at home tonight, listening to us. <laughs> but uh, Elaine has told me for years, she said, "Jerry, uh, I want you to honor me." by always letting me know that when I say something it's more important than anybody else saying anything to you and so you know I've made commitment to do that for probably at least a thousand times and I still wrestle with that but I still wrestle with that with the Lord too to honor God to give him the first voice you know, if we, if we honored him by giving him first voice, we would never have to wonder how to hear the voice of God. The reason we can't hear the voice of God is because we don't honor him when he comes. And I, I can just see, I mean, I, I've seen Elaine do that. What am I, well, No need for me to me say anything. You won't listen. <laughs> and, and that's the same way it is with the Lord. Then, then we say, I, I can't hear God. And that's not the problem. We're not listening to God. We're not honoring Him. And so we have to do it in everything about us. We have to honor Him in our thought life. What that means is, I mean, we can set, We can even sit and give facial value to God's Word. But God hears my mind. God hears my mind. God hears my And then I would challenge to honor Him with my words. where our words will no longer be knives and swords, and, but be band-aids and healing tools of the Lord. Honor Him. I will honor You, Lord. And then to honor the Lord in my actions. You know, that's why we're entering into a real thing of deliverance this year. I know what it is to be in bondage and can't quit and want to quit. Does anybody here ever have that problem? That you've had bondage to the point you wanted to quit and you couldn't quit. Two things had a hold to my life like that. One of them was lying and the other one was anger. And those things had such holds to my life they were spiritually involved. Other things I could rather fight and quit but most of us have a bondage in some area I mean some people have such a bondage of gossip I mean it's like and I had a young man came to me young married man came to me just a few weeks ago and standing right here he said Jerry he said I can't Make myself stop. And what he was talking about was curse words. Now, he had been a Christian for a long while, and I knew he had lived a holy life, but all of a sudden he hit this bondage where, where these curtains he said, Jerry, he said, I, don't know, I don't know what's happening. He said, "He said, I determined I repent. I ask God, you know, I can't stop it. So there are levels... Most levels we can bring our... If we're willing to pay the price and sacrifice and resist, the Bible says resist, you know. Most of the things in our life, we can bring our life to a place of honoring God by resisting the enemy. But there is certain things that may be in bondage. What that means is it's not just A habit. A spirit of darkness And that's the way it was With my life On lying And anger Thought it for years Loved God with all my heart Hated I Wept so many tears And hated The person that I was offering To the Lord And I would get lost in it sometime And think he just better be glad Have me anyway he can get me And that wasn't his heart So it may be a bondage You may be really fighting There can be bondages of sickness You know the Bible says that the woman with the issue of blood Remember the woman with the issue of blood You remember hers could not be healed With physicians you remember that? He said, why has Satan bound her? Her sickness wasn't physical remedy for it. It was a spiritual remedy. It had to be broken. Most things that we can just be healed from. But some things have to be broken. So as we we begin to honor God with our lives and honor God with our thoughts and honor God with our words and honor God with our actions as we begin to honor God with our worship and we begin to honor God by honoring His word and honoring the things that He considers honorable. And then you get into another total level of it To where God will begin to guide you to the point to where He will place specific things off-limit to you. That's not off-limits to others. Do you know why? Because God wants the reins of our life. And honoring God is giving Him the reins of our life. (laughs) What I'm doing for just a few services, we're just letting the Lord know that we're willing to be willing to learn to honor Him. We're just willing to be willing to be willing to to learn to love Him and to honor Him. Now you've already been here in worship, but I'm going to invite you for some of you, if what you're fighting, especially. If it's possibly not normal. Or if you're here and you know there's things in your life that you personally have been resistant to. You've been holding on to them. And God's heart is to release you from them. I want you to just come here and join me right in this front just man. We're just this is this is just a stand of repentance. This is just that's what we're doing. We're just letting God know that we're willing that Lord that we're, we're willing to be we're willing to be free, God. We're, we're willing to have you to help us, God. We're we're willing, Lord. We're we're willing to be changed by you, We're, we're willing, Lord, to have a different heart. We're we're willing, Lord, to be a different person. We're we're willing, Lord, to let you work in our lives, Lord. And you know that there's specific, pinpointed things that God's calling you into to to honor Him, to fear the Lord. Sometime during these teachings, I'm going to I'm going to get a shirt made for us that says, "This man fears the Lord," <laughs> and somewhere we're going to be able to put that on. Somewhere in our progression, we're going to be able to wear his tag that we fear the Lord. Stephen, leave us. This is our heart of repentance. You have that moment with the Lord yourself. Let God know of your desire to be free or your desire to be more or your desire to change. And You let that be between you and the Lord as Stephen leads us in our closing prayer
1: hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame but holy trust in Jesus' name Christ oh. Savior's love through the storm. He is the Lord, Lord of all. When darkness seems to hide His face, I rest on His. Unchanging grace In every high and stormy gale to linger as long as you like in the altars and in the, in the presence of the Lord here tonight. We're so thankful that you guys join with us and worship and honoring the Lord in His presence. And we look forward to joining again together this Sunday. We love you guys so much. Worship and honor Him as you leave. As you stay, we love you guys so much. Christ alone Stone.